0: Oh, so good to be with you, church. I always look forward to this time.
1: Thank you, team. Appreciate your quick
0: work on that. So, is everybody loving Jesus today? Yes. Good. Because this is the day that the Lord has made. we're to be glad to rejoice in it.
1: Yes.
0: I love this day. It's one of my favorite days in the church here when we do
1: baptisms.
0: Did you guys remember we're doing
1: baptism today? And we have one person being baptized. And uh, you might be wondering, where is the tank? Well, it's outside. So after
0: I preach this short message, we're going to go outside. And then the person who's being baptized
1: is going to preach a message. Now,
0: before you get too nervous, uh, Janvier. Uh, <laughs> so, he, he's not actually going to preach a sermon by, by speaking. He's testifying by baptism that he belongs to.
1: To Jesus.
0: So today I just want to preach a little
1: message about baptism. Every
0: time we have a baptism, I try to share a little bit, but today I'm going to take a little bit longer
1: time.
0: If you are a believer in Jesus, you should
1: be baptized. But you shouldn't be baptized just
0: because I say so. You should be baptized because in your heart there is a conviction that you're going to follow Jesus. So the first point I want to make today is the heart of a believer.
1: Your heart is what
0: has to be right before God. If I forced you to be baptized by my words or by my demanding it of you, that's not your heart doing it.
1: Na kukukaza kwa wewe kubatiziwa, tena na maana.
0: The church has made many bad violations in times
1: gone by. <tos>
0: Back in the Middle Ages, in Spain, there was something called the Spanish Inquisition. <tos> They could not stand the idea of people who were living in their country who were not Christians, they were Jews.
1: So they took them to the side of a river.
0: And there were horses and men with whips by them, and they whipped them and drove them through the river. And then they came out on the other side and they said, you are now baptized Christians.
1: <laughs>
0: now, that's funny, kind of, because it's so stupid. But it really did happen. That isn't how you become a Christian. We need to get back to the heart of Christianity. The church in America is declining. The mainline denominations like Presbyterian, Methodist, even Baptist, they are declining.
1: The only
0: denominations that staying level is actually the Pentecostals. And you know what the research has shown us? The Pentecostal denominations are staying level not because of increased growth on the American side but because of all the immigrants who are coming in, the non-Americans who are going to Pentecostal churches like you.
1: America Pozisywa, wa inje, wana, apa, now church, I want to say that how we follow aiko will wa a wenyewe of lakini church watu the future.
0: Now church, I want to say that how we follow God will make a difference of the church in the future. If we don't follow God with all of our heart, then we're going to
1: decline. The
0: problem with a lot of the church is that we don't look any different than the rest of the world.
1: So church... Let's look at our hearts today. I want to look at a verse
0: called, uh, from Romans chapter 10,
1: verse 9.
0: This is the verse... That tells us how we become a
1: Christian.
0: How we become real, true believers in Jesus. Romans 10 verse 9 says, If you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, Now, I need to stop there for one
1: second.
0: If you declare Jesus is Lord back in the days of Paul, you were making a very strong political statement. Because what everybody was saying in that society at that time, they were always saying, Caesar is Lord! Caesar is
1: Lord!
0: So if you and I were living back then and we were to say, Jesus is Lord, we're putting ourselves in
1: trouble.
0: So, listen to this very important point, folks. By us saying, Jesus is Lord, if we put ourselves in their shoes, we are saying, I am willing to stand against even the government for the name of Jesus. So,
1: what
0: I'm saying to you, church, is, when we say we're a, a believer in Jesus, we have to be willing to say, I, I'm ready to give my life for
1: Jesus.
0: If Caesar is going to come against me to take my life away, I will still stand for
1: Jesus.
0: Now, that hasn't happened in this country. But you know, there are lots of political uh, forces in this country. Even to where it can be unpopular to tell people you are a Christian. In fact, I would like to say, instead of saying you're a Christian, say to the people around you, I am a follower of Jesus. There's nothing wrong with saying you're a Christian, but it kind of has political misunderstandings
1: attached to it.
0: But if you say you're a follower of Jesus and that Jesus is Lord, it's very clear what you mean by
1: that. So if you declare Jesus is Lord, and by that you mean I will die for Him, And if you believe in your heart, where do you believe?
0: In your heart. That means it's a deep down conviction that you have. It's not like uh, intellectual knowledge.
1: It's
0: like a deep Deep conviction in your soul.
1: That
0: you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead.
1: Do you believe that church? Do you
0: believe that Jesus was raised from the dead?
1: What if somebody came to you and said, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard? Would you
0: still be willing to stand on that?
1: That's what
0: it means to be a Christian. To even in the face of persecution, you say, no, I believe he was
1: raised. You might call me stupid, you might call me foolish, but I still believe it. Now here's what the Bible says. If you believe that, you confess that you will be saved. That's where salvation comes. Because it's God's grace that saves you. And your faith opens the door to your heart. So you see how your heart is so important. For it is with your heart that you believe. And you're made
0: righteous. And it is with your mouth that you confess. By
1: your
0: mouth you profess your faith and are
1: saved. Now
0: there are some religions and, and some uh, parts of the church that say you are not saved until you are baptized. Now, even uh, in the Catholic Church, they say you cannot be saved unless you do several things.
1: And
0: one of those things
1: is baptism.
0: Now, I have to be careful as I say what I'm about to say.
1: Sasa, anje, niseme, bitu bine, Baptism is not an
0: act that you do that saves you. Tendo you are saved by what you believe in your heart and what you confess with your
1: mouth. But your baptism is a testimony that you do believe this. So people, I just want you to guard your heart.
0: Let your faith in God grow. Think about how he rose from the dead think about how he ascended into heaven
1: Talk to him and have relationship with him Because that's where salvation comes
0: Now if you believe Jesus and you worship Jesus and he commands you to be baptized, what are you going to do?. What are you going to do?
1: You're going to be baptized. Right?
0: You're going to obey him because Utabuti he's your Lord. Kwa yeye ni bwana wako. So when we are baptized here in our church, we are baptized because we are obeying what Jesus
1: has said. So that's my second point
0: now. There is a command to be baptized. Jesus said in some of his last words while he was here on earth.
1: Uh,
0: He said, make followers of me throughout all the world. And baptize them into my name. The name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So because Jesus commanded that, we
1: have to do that. Now
0: I get a little nervous. When I'm around some Christians who say they they don't need. Why did that happen? <laughs> Was it something I said? Um, (laughs) I get a little nervous when I'm around Christians who say they're Christians, but they say, no, I don't want to be baptized.
1: That's really not a good
0: idea. Because what that means is, you're saying to Jesus, you can tell me to get baptized, but I'm not going to do it.
1: You and I don't want to be in a place where we're
0: disobeying
1: Jesus.
0: I was baptized when I was a teenager. But it turns out, you know, I was raised uh, originally by my parents in a Presbyterian church. And the Presbyterians in some way are like the Catholics because they sprinkle the babies when they're born, they sprinkle them with water.
1: And they
0: call that baptism. And my wife gave a testimony about herself about that a couple of
1: weeks ago. The problem with that is that the baby did not
0: make any decision. A baby is just a baby and it goes wherever his parents take him. So when my parents came into this new understanding of
1: Pentecost, they decided,
0: you know, we should really get baptized now that we're adults.
1: And
0: my brother and I, we agreed also we need to do that. So we were baptized together as a family back in
1: 1973, four, something like that.
0: And we, <laughs> we were baptized underwater, and came back up again.
1: I really believe that's how the
0: Bible is teaching that we're supposed to be baptized. That is what really shows the world you have decided to follow
1: Jesus.
0: So if you are calling yourself a Christian, but you've said, no, I'm not going to be baptized, I want to challenge you today.
1: You need
0: to take a step of faith and you need to be
1: baptized.
0: Now today we have one person who is going to be baptized. But we are going to do another baptism at the end of the summer. And I think that there are other people who are going to be baptized then
1: too.
0: But the point that I'm trying to make is, first of all, it's from your heart. I won't force you to be baptized. But I will encourage you.
1: Lakini tutakutia moyo, je.
0: Secondly, Jesus commands us to be
1: baptized.
0: And thirdly, I want to say that we as a church are going to follow the way of
1: grace. We are saved by grace. Kwa neema. We're
0: not saved by baptism. We're saved by responding to what the Lord has already done for
1: us.
0: I want for us as a church to make a decision to listen to Jesus when we make our
1: decisions. Here's what I mean by that.
0: There's a big uh, uh, difference of opinion on how old someone should be when they are
1: baptized. Some people
0: say, oh, you have to be an adult before you should be baptized.
1: Some say, oh, you got to be a teenager. And
0: some say, well, you have to be at least about nine years old. Now, why do we have this
1: discussion? It's because the Bible doesn't make any clear point about it. The Bible doesn't say... The Bible doesn't say how
0: old you have to be in order to be
1: baptized. So that's why some churches do it to the babies. Well,
0: here's the way that the Lord is leading us. When a child grows up to the point at an age where they can say, I really know Jesus and I want to follow him then that is the right time.
1: Everybody
0: grows at a different rate and matures at a different
1: place.
0: So in our church, I am not opposed to baptizing somebody who is about nine years old. Because at nine, you kind of know things. You can talk and reason and think about and make decisions for your life. I like to use my mother as an example in this one. My mother was nine years old when she decided she was going, when she felt called by God to be a missionary to Africa.
1: From
0: nine years old until she was 22, she followed that decision. And you were 22, right? When you went by plane all the way over to Africa. Back in 1956. She flew all the way there and it was because of a decision that God had talked to her, she talked to God and she decided at the age of nine. In the Bible, we see an example of King Josiah.
1: He became a king when he was eight years old. And he was one of the best kings that Judah had.
0: He had good people who were helping him along the way. But he made very good decisions to cleanse the land from the unholy
1: things.
0: David was a boy of about 10 or 11 years old when he was anointed king. Samuel was probably only 5 or 6 years old when he heard the voice of the
1: Lord. Five six he the of the
0: Lord. You can
1: see how children are used to change the history of a nation.
0: But we have to be careful and we have to be serious, church. When we go outside
1: to baptize Janvier,
0: all the kids are going to be there and they're going to be watching. And I can imagine... Many five, six, and seven-year-olds are going to go, Oh, I want to get baptized too. Come on, let me jump in. <laughs> no, we
1: can't do
0: that. We have to be serious.
1: <laughs>
0: because we're making a decision. But I don't want to make a rule of a certain age. But I don't
1: want to make a rule of a certain age. Because the rule is kind of like
0: the legalistic law.
1: But I want
0: to go the way of grace. If, If God has put a call upon a person's life, I want to work with
1: that. The way of grace is more difficult than the way of the law. Because
0: we have to think. We have to make a judgment. We have to decide what is the Spirit saying.
1: Hallelujah.
0: God knows the way. Mungu anajua njia. We have to follow his way. Church, I want you to know that I really believe this church carries a great assignment in this
1: city.
0: We carry something that the world needs to see and needs to have. If we follow all the rules and follow all the law, that's not going to win a lot of people to
1: Christ.
0: But if we are full of joy and the presence and power of the Spirit, this place will grow and we will touch The world with the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ.
1: I really
0: believe that's our destiny, church.
1: We are supposed to touch the world with joy. So we can't, we can't
0: stop and fight each other and be critical of
1: things. We have to move in the power of the Spirit. And in the
0: joy of the Lord. With the passion of Jesus Christ.
1: Are you
0: ready? You ready for that
1: church? Can we go that way? Alright,
0: I know we can. And I know you want to. So I want to ask us all, we're just going to stand up and we're going to go outside to the baptism. And our worship team is going to lead us in some music while
1: we go. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.